Hi, everybody. Hey, y'all. Okay, so this is Brandy and Chantel. And this is our very first podcast. So welcome to Is It Happy Hour Yet? Yes. Um, it has been a very, very busy week in pop culture. Yes. It's been a lot happening, a lot of celebrity nonsense, and just a lot of foolishness. So, but a lot of great things too, but mostly foolishness. So I think that we should really just start this off by talking about how Beyonce is always going to be a winner. Always. <laughs> always. 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 Definitely on Halloween. Always. Right. <laughs> Especially on Halloween. Always. So once again, Miss Beyonce Giselle Carter knows. Come on. I mean, up. knows Carter. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. It's all right. 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 Okay. So. <laughs> it's okay. As she always does, she kills the Halloween game. And really, it's just always bringing awareness to dope black women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her and Jay-Z. Yes. And I think that it's so cool that she uses Halloween to give the girls a history lesson. Yes, every time. I love how Halloween has switched to just, you know, sh- paying homage to mm-hmm. celebrities and, you know, mm-hmm. people who have passed on and just showing, you know, everything mm-hmm. that they've done and just dressing up like them. So, yeah. I mean, last year she did like seven Lil Kim looks. Yes, she really did it. And I was like, and then this I was year, here for it. right? And then this year, she did Tony Braxton's entire album rollout. Right. Tony Braxton even reposted and said, what did it say? I mean, Tony Braxton. a legend. It yes. was so cute. Yes. It was you so You know what was really confusing to me, though? Oh, and let's not forget um, her Flojo. Mm-hmm. Her yeah. Flojo costume. What mm-hmm. was really confusing to me, though, is on Twitter, it was a lot of people, like a lot of younger people, obviously, who didn't know who Flojo was. Right. And I... Honestly, like, actually, a few hours ago, I just read a tweet where one of them thought that she was still alive, but they were acting as if, like, they knew so much about her, but they're like, even know. but they're like, I would have been sad if she died, and it's kind of like, she's she, dead? Yeah. Look look it up before you start. Yeah. You yeah. have to look things up before you start tweeting. That's what I always It also do. makes me sad, though, because in 2018, these kids are, like, 20... 21 not knowing mm-hmm. about their history such important black mm-hmm. people yeah like they're not being taught yep and even if you don't learn it at school like why aren't sure just parents? look it up or look it up yourself yeah you exactly when you see something like you that looks historical oh maybe i may not know too much information let me go look it up yeah that's what i do I if do i'm late on something i'm just like okay let me go look this up before mm-hmm. i speak on it you know i don't want to sound like i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> so i have to go look it up yes. have to. like honestly i would have expect for a lot of them when they saw beyonce's costume to immediately go look up flojo mm-hmm. and then they wouldn't be getting on twitter looking crazy right like just look it up that's all you have to do but she wins the Halloween game year Again. after year after mm-hmm. year because she's Beyonce. <laughs> and she was um, open to getting posted. I said, come on. Diddy oh, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. filming her salon yes. and Tina. 
Yes. Tina is the queen of posting. <laughs> I know. I, I know. love her. I know. I know that Solange and Beyonce get so tired of her. Why she be like, like okay. <laughs> that, that, no, literally, that's how me and my brother are with my mom. We like, okay, enough pictures. She wants to post and video she everything. She just no. wants everything documented. Like every everything. mom. Like every mom wants yeah. to she won't let me take a picture. That's fine. No. <laughs> I know that's how they feel. Not now. <laughs> Not today. Right. Catch me tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> um, and in other news, after we were on such a high from Beyonce just blessing us on the Halloween. Right. <laughs> we were met with Ariana getting a little shady on Twitter. Mm. Not here for Pete. And honestly, we all could, well, I called it. I don't know how you felt about the relationship in the beginning, but I called it. Like, I knew it was going to be a messy ending. I mm-hmm. knew it was going to be a messy relationship because, like, she was fresh off of Mac. R.I.P. to my fave. That mm-hmm. really breaks my heart. She was fresh from that relationship with Mac. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I feel like Ari... I'm talking like I know her. Ari? <laughs> a lot of times I just feel like Ari, she needs... <laughs> To be with somebody. Like, I feel like she doesn't like being alone. Yes. And that's what I have noticed. Like, she moves on pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Pretty quick. Like, she doesn't She doesn't want to be alone, especially after everything that she went through last year. And then with her anxiety and her depression, mm-hmm. her PTSD. I feel like she really is going through a lot. And Pete was kind of like something to keep her... Just keep her busy. Mm-hmm. So, I knew that the relationship was going to be messy. And then when he started talking in interviews, Mm -hmm. I just knew. I'm like, okay, this is not going to work. Because he was so disrespectful. He only talked about her like, he talked about her like she was an object. Like, he would be on the radio talking about their sex life. And just, Mm -hmm. he never genuinely went on the radio and was like, I'm so proud of her. You know, she overcame a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, she's this, she's that. No, it will always be like, well, in bed. Like, are you for real? See, I didn't follow their relationship to the end. And then when I found out about Mac Miller, I was like, you know, I kind of saw like Instagram posts and Twitter. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, she really feels for this. And it's probably going to take a lot. So when I saw that they ended up going their separate ways, I was like, oh, man, she prob- that probably really hit her hard because yeah. she was in love with Mac Miller. And I was like, you know, for everybody mm-hmm. that was like, I felt so bad for everybody was like bashing her. Like, oh, you doing this and you doing She had to turn her comments off. I know you doing this and doing that. You don't feel for this. Like, she's going through something. She was in love. You know, she, she was in love with Mac Miller at that time, but she had moved on. And, you know, that's hard. Somebody that you was with that they just passed away. And that's hard to kind of, yeah. you know. To trying to get over and you, sometimes you don't need to be with somebody to get over that you need time to yourself mm-hmm. and sometimes you know being by yourself helps you kind of cope with certain things so yeah absolutely i didn't feel like she was wrong for going a separate ways. she probably couldn't handle a relationship while mm-hmm. still mourning mac miller so absolutely you know i i feel nothing was wrong with her going her separate ways and me just being real like i always thought that her and mac miller were going to get back together like i didn't think that they were over I know they were really cute. They were. And I feel like he just had his own demons. Mm-hmm. And because she was also going through a lot, it was just too much for her. Yeah. And it genuinely it makes me so sad. It does. I love it's Mac Miller. A, it's such a sad situation. Because it's like me it. as a fan, mm-hmm. I love Mac Miller. Like, I loved his music. I loved his energy and everything. And I didn't even know him. 
But seeing she was in a relationship with him for mm-hmm. what? What was it, like two or three years? I believe. I think two, I think. They were together for yeah. quite a while, yeah. but they have been friends for, for a, long a long time. time. So friendships hurt too. So, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like I can't imagine like how she feels after she has such a hard time last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope she finds some type of peace. Yeah, just peace. Whatever she does, just peace. That doesn't have to be with anybody. Just find peace within yourself. Yeah, because I'll be mean, able to move on. I know firsthand that I don't know what it's like to deal with like PTSD or depression or anything, but I know that she does also suffer from anxiety, and I know firsthand that it's literally a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just hope that she finds some type of peace and she's around people that loves her. Yeah. And make her smile and not stressed out mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's really like that's really what she needs. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> the trailer for, I think, this week's episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashian came out. And they're going to touch on the whole Tristan cheating situation. <sighs> Finally, right? they pulling that up in the episode. Girl. In the season. Girl. He stresses me out. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> Tristan is just. He is something else. Listen. And Chloe's something else. Listen. What? Honestly, you get with a man who literally had a pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. You lose them how you get them. That's what they always say. So, And it's true. I mean, it's true. And I really feel like, you know, I don't know. You don't know what's going on. But she could be staying with him because she probably don't want nobody to say, I told you so. You know, a lot of right. people stay with somebody. Let's try to work this out. Right. So they want to say, I told you. It was gonna happen. Look, look how you got him. You know, right? Yeah. So I really think she's really trying to work it out to see, like, oh, maybe he'll just fix his ways. And the thing that's crazy well, about yeah. him is he's like a serial cheater. Like he yeah. can't, he can't just be with one person faithfully. Like he nope. has to cheat. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like really bad for her, considering she was pregnant. Yeah. But like the other girl was pregnant too. <laughs> yeah. So, so crazy it's crazy. Right. Or whatever. Right. It's it like, crazy. Remember they were making all those jokes and it was like Tristan by the third trimester. It's like, yeah. Like, it's sad. That but was it's kind crazy of like, trend. you have to watch. I can, like, you really, really, really have to watch who you get pregnant by. Because these no, men. No, for real. These men are terrible. You have to make you think, like, the next time you sleep with somebody, do you want this man? <laughs> yeah. To be the father yes. of child. But like in the trailer, the trailer was kind of staged. You think so? I mean, it was definitely staged. Like they all finding out about the cheating scandal on their phones at the exact same time in different oh, yeah. places. And they're like, oh my God. And it's like these dramatic mm-hmm. like phones going off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they staged this just for this situation. Like, is it necessary? For the show. Mm-hmm. It's just that with the Kardashians, it's like they've been doing this for like what? 10 years over no, 10 years now and I, and I love them i've been watching them since the <laughs> since the I first mean. episode see i know see brandy has a different type of you know looking i love the kardashians but i watched like the first i want to say i faithfully watched keeping up with the kardashians up until maybe after she broke up with um what's that football player's name 
Girl, you you stopped watching a while ago. Um, <laughs> yes. What's his but name? then I started back. But then I started mm-hmm. back for a little while uh-huh. during like um, Reggie. There you go. It was yeah. Reggie. Was it Reggie Bush? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I started back again a little while during like when she first got with Kanye, but like a little while. Okay. I wasn't consistent at all. Mm-hmm. Like I just couldn't do it. So, like, I feel like for them to have been doing this for so long, I feel that at some point, you have to want some type of normalcy. Like, normal, normalness. Mm-hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Am I saying that right? I feel like I just made that up. Normal life. I feel, it's Courtney normal. does. It's normalness even One person word? does. Courtney does. <laughs> That's the but one yeah, person that I wants feel like, to. I feel like you should want to have something to yourself. Yeah. Especially with all of them having kids and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, look at Kendall and Kylie. They didn't have a choice. Yeah, they, they were kind of pushed into... They were pushed into, into that the, life. Yeah, to the line. And I feel like Kylie struggles with that a bit more than Kendall does. Because I've heard Kylie talk about how she didn't get the opportunity to just be, like, a normal teenager. No, there was... They, they were, were babies. Kids. I know, they were they, legit kids. They was on that when uh, I remember they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who was on that watching them? They, at Bruce asked them to watch Brody uh, when Brody at and the time, his friend Bruce, but his name is Caitlin. Caitlin. Her name. Her name is Caitlin now. <laughs> Sorry, yes. but at the time, she asked them to to babysit, and they were acting. Cool. Yeah, they were bad. They, <laughs> they were bad. It was locking them out. The <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they didn't really have a choice, and that has to be exhausting when twenty four seven every single day. Every move you make is is being recorded and documented. Mm -hmm. Like you have, they weren't in high school when it started. I know, and Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's not fair. I mean, they probably liked it a little bit. Maybe they were kids, but they weren't in it as much. But then when they got older, they got to realize where they're like, "We this is annoying." Yes, (laughs) this is really actually annoying. Yes, like you have nothing to yourself. Like when I used to, um, do you remember Kick? I mean, not Kick, Keek. Do you remember Keek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when I used to always watch, like, Kylie's Keeks and, like, her vines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And their house, literally 24-7, will always have, like, a camera crew there. Yeah. You and it's, like, life. that is intense. And mm-hmm. I would probably lose my mind. I would. I tell people all the time, I was famous. I would probably caught on camera going off every time, like, get this out yeah. of Right. Because at one point, I want some privacy. Give me a, yeah. a, give me a, at least hours to just give me some time, you know? Yeah. Because that's too much. Like, paparazzi. I tell you all the time, paparazzi, all that. I would be like, get out of my face. Because it's like, what's the point? You have the camera crew in your house. Mm-hmm. So you can't even be like, you know what? I'm going to go and catch some fresh air. Because then you've been followed Follow. by paparazzi. I would turn around like, yes. <laughs> Excuse me, did you need something? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's you gotta just look crazy. nice every time. You know, I like to walk around with a scarf sometimes. But, but like, you know, Kim lives for this though. Yeah, like I she can't be look it. nice twenty four seven. I'm not a bad looking person, but I can't turn around every time. And I'm, you know, fully no. I just yeah. cannot. I like to have a bonnet on. So always have to just be and take my wig off. You know, for the nines twenty four seven. Right, and like take my wig off. Sometimes you might see me pull this off. Absolutely I will show not. y'all the real life. Absolutely pulling pulling my wig off. And you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like when in the early 2000s, when it was like Paris and Nicole and all of them, mm-hmm. I feel like Kim saw that 
and she saw all the attention that she wanted that they got mm-hmm. and she wanted it so bad yeah. which is why she kind of like squeezed her way in like that circle mm-hmm. and she just was so addicted to that life that because you know you have Paris who decided that she wanted a real career yeah and like kind of pushed back from it a little bit she's still foolish but <laughs> but you know she's not she's not out here like seeking for attention. like public mm-hmm. attention and you have Nicole who just left her life all together yeah she's completely. out here like business woman all the time girl I have all the seasons on DVD <laughs> I used to watch it all the time but she's like out here full on mom wife business woman like mm-hmm. designer and I feel like a lot of those socialites a-list stars in the early 2000s did that. Yeah. They grew up. But Kim is... She's still there. I mean, even you know, they kind of just got there. Not just got there. I mean, I guess it's been ten, over it's, 10 years. About it's 12, been a while. 12 this Kardashian years. thing's been going on for it has. a while. I heard it was getting canceled. Is it? They've been saying it's getting canceled for like... Those ratings have been so bad for like the last five years. But Chris but Ryan basically Seacrest runs. Ryan Seacrest keep bringing it back. Yeah, because it's Ryan Seacrest and Chris yes. Jenner. Well, <laughs> not Jenner no more, right? I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I feel like it's time for them to kind of slow down. Yeah, because all of this stuff we don't need to see. We don't need to see this. Like they're going to still be doing this by the time North is sixteen, and we don't. So? We don't need this. Right, it'll turn into their show. We, the kids' show. They'll have their own show. We don't need it. Like, we literally... I think eventually, once they get older, older, because I know they're not... They haven't turned 40 yet, right? Oh, Courtney is close. Courtney is very close. Courtney's like 39. Okay. We'll see. And, and then, then Kim's like 38. Okay. They may do a couple more years and then leave it alone. I mean, they've been doing this since, like, the early 20s. Their early 20s when they had the uh, Dash, their first yeah. Dash store. Man, I used to was keep it, up with Or them. maybe mid-20s. I don't know, early 20s, maybe mid-20s. I think it was about mid. Yeah, it was about mid. 23, 24. Yeah, so it's kind of like they don't need to, we don't need any more of this. Yeah. It's not necessary. Okay. Moving on. We talked about that for a long time. We did, we did. <laughs> Um, Rebel Wilson, and if you don't know who Rebel Wilson is, Rebel Wilson is basically the plus-size girl in all the Pitch Perfect movies. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what else she's done. She's done a, a couple of comedies. I forgot the name of the movies, but a couple. Well, that's news to me. So, she was on Ellen. <laughs> She was on Ellen talking about how she is the first plus-size actress to do a romantic comedy. Negative. Because you, you want me to get started? No, not the first. <laughs> Monique did it. Queen Latifah. Yes. Ricky Lake. Yes. Ricky Lake was in um, Cry... Not Crybaby. She wasn't Crybaby. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't like... Well, I guess, yeah, Crybaby was a romantic comedy. But she was Tracy Turnblatt in Hairspray, which is yes. literally based around mm-hmm. the girl getting the cute guy. Yes. Yeah. That was literally a romantic comedy, and she was plus size. 
And Monique did, I forgot the Fat name. Fat Girls. Yeah. Duh. Which was literally about the. And that was in the early 2000s. Yes. Which was literally about the plus size girl getting the guy. How dare you. And it opened up a discussion on Twitter where, you know, they were saying how a lot of these white actresses and a lot of these white women, they try to erase black women. They do. Because Monique been doing it since the Parkers. Remember that show? It wasn't yeah. a movie, but she started yeah. with the Parkers. Yeah. And that show went on for, you know, a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. And she she was in different movies, too, but she had been doing comedy for a while. I guess, like, but she was saying romantic comedies. No, that Monique did that before Yeah, her. with Fat Girls. Yes, because I remember. But, and then Queen Latifah did Just Right. Yep. Um, Last Holiday. Mm-hmm. She been doing, she, so on. it's kind of like. They try to move black plus yeah. size woman out of it. I mean, and I feel like the women in Hollywood, they do that with black women all the time in general. Mm-hmm. Like, they will literally, like, give white women credit for the things that black women either started mm-hmm. or kind of made, like, this big known thing. You know who actually kind of brought that up? Not um, necessarily, like, plus size woman. Her name was Chelsea, oh, what's her last name? Handler? Yes, Chelsea yeah. Handler. She made a like comment on Ellen mm-hmm. and saying that white women need to start voting like according to how black women feel and what their rights should be mm-hmm. because she kind of felt, she said she felt disgusted at how like in the past she felt like her... Um, her success was based off of because she had white privilege. Yeah. And I kind of thought, you know, the crowd was a little like, okay, they were clapping like mm-hmm. a little bit like, eh. But she really was saying like she, throughout her career, she just looked at certain stuff. She's like, did I get this from white privilege? And we should start voting that, you know, doing things that help black women more, you know, that dedicate more to black women because mm-hmm. it's very, they work twice as hard to get to where she may be, but they work twice as hard for it, and she may have just gotten it just because of her white privilege. Yeah. And she made a good point, and I kind of, you know, wanted to see how it went. I, I didn't see a lot of comments because I didn't get a chance to read all of it, but when the post was made, it was from the Ellen Show, and I really felt like, you know, that was a, a different step and direction that she said she felt disgusted from white privilege mm-hmm. as a white woman. So Yeah. Because, I mean, she was right. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of white women in the industry they get a lot of credit for things that black women won't get credit for yeah and a perfect example is the me too the uh, me too movement yes man it was started by a black woman yep. 20 years ago mm-hmm. and you know you get all of these white actresses who are out here hashtagging it, acting like it's this brand new thing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that there's just so much awareness about it right but like 20 years ago you couldn't hear anyone say anything about it. Well, somebody that I saw that that was really like pushing it was Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. and she pushes it so much. Me yeah. too, because when she came out with that book, she kind of opened up about her situation, mm-hmm. and I kind of saw her push it a lot. Me too. That was one black woman that I saw kind of like really kind of pushed it in the you know direction for black women too. So mm-hmm. something else, or is, women period, actually. Something else is the fact that all of these white women they came out. And rightfully spoke against Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. They needed to. He got put on trial. Yep. And I. It's a shame that he's not in jail. Right. That's disgusting. But they used their voices to make it known. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But then you have all these little black girls out here speaking about R. Kelly and speaking out against R. Kelly. Child, and no one is doing anything about it. You want to know why? Because it's little black girls. Mm-hmm. And so you have people saying that they're lying. Yep. You have people saying that they're just trying to get paid. You have people saying that um, it was, you know, they did it willingly. And like all exactly. this other stuff. And it's like, okay, so why is this little black girl lying, mm-hmm. but this white woman is telling the truth? And his wife finally came out about it and went on. It's sick. It is disgusting. And people get mad. Oh, he still. I don't care. I don't. I do not like him until mm-hmm. I hear proof that this could be a misunderstanding. Or, but he's not defending, not saying anything. So now I, I come to believe that maybe what they're saying is true. Right. Until he defends and I mean, himself. Come on now. So you, you mean to tell me that all of these girls are lying? Like all of. All them. Same of them. thing with Bill Cosby. Yeah. You. So everybody lying. They just all coming out. Just made a group. Let's go talk about this man that screwed us over so we can go talk about him. Same thing with him. And then he, then, but Bill Cosby did finally admit it. Yeah. And he said, I forgot what he said, but he did admit it and and said that, you know, it happened and now he's sitting in jail. You know (laughs) what, like, really blows me though, like with black people? Mm. Like with R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, they refuse. To hold these men accountable for mm-hmm. what they did. And it's kind of like, Bill Cosby was a TV dad in the 80s. Yeah. Like, he didn't know you. You didn't know him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a show. You can still watch a little show. Right. Nobody's telling you not to watch the Cosbys anymore. But the thing is, even saying that, now what I know, I don't can't even look at him the same oh, yeah. when I watch his TV, <laughs> when I watch the... What was the funniest, yeah. uh, what the darnest thing that kids do? Kids something. say the darnest thing? Yeah, was kids the say show? the darnest thing. I can't yeah. even look at him. Oh, and I look at him you thinking, can't look like, at it the you same. was on TV. Acting like you acting like, saint. Act like the saint, and you was out but fooling then it's people. Like, it's like jokes that he made in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, where he talks about, where he's, like, joking about date rape. Yes, that's why I'm like. So it's like y'all are defending him. It's yes, he kind of was doing it. He was giving you signs, <laughs> right? And after all these years, it's kind of like it never was put out, and that's why I, pe- I think people were trying to defend him, defend him because of you know everything that he did in the black community. But then he what? did make an interview about saying bashing black people. He yeah okay because. You before you finish that, I was showing about to be like, what did he do? I know, I know. He what he did made he do for interview. the black community mm-hmm. other than bash us? Yeah, I mean, he it's an interview, and you probably could still pull it up. Probably, I don't know what to search, but he's like Sam calling black people thugs, mm-hmm. and like just he basically was one of those rich black men thought he was all high and mighty, mm-hmm. and looked down on black people who were at a certain level. Mm-hmm. But he did break a stereotype of, for television, because there's a lot of stereotypes mm-hmm. where people get, and you know, shows about living in a ghetto and that struggling all yeah. the time. But it was, uh, I mean, he showed Cosby's, a different character. The Cosby's was such a, you know, it was such a positive show. He was a mm-hmm. doctor. Claire was, was a, a, lawyer. a lawyer. Was she a lawyer? Yeah. So it showed a middle class family. That was, you know, upper that had class. upper class. There you go. It yeah, was upper, upper class, class family that, 
you know, have money to send their kids to college, mm-hmm. showing the, you know, different things they went through. Because a lot of times they showed a lot of There weren't like any of, cheating scandals, yeah. no children out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a nice upper class black family. Black family. Yes. And that was great. That was amazing. But it doesn't stop with it. He doesn't, did. It doesn't change you know, the fact It doesn't change the did. fact that he's a creep. Yep. <laughs> and, and I was so shocked. I didn't want to believe it when I first heard it. But I was like, wow, I, can't, I cannot believe he was doing this all these years and nobody knew. Disgusting. Now, a few of nobody those women, knew. like, a few of those women, you know they were lying. Because yeah. Janice, Janice Dickinson. Don't get me started. Girl, she's she, so crazy. She blows me. Um, I believe Beverly Johnson came out and admitted to lying. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of them. Oh, they was coming out admitting to lying. Beverly Johnson did. I don't know who else did. And that was kind of disappointing for me. Why would Beverly you Johnson? kind of lie and say that? That was kind of disappointing to me mm-hmm. because, you know, Beverly Johnson's iconic black supermodel. Yes. Yeah, so why so would you kind just of like, come out really, and lie about it? Like, that was unnecessary. What was your point? Right. You didn't, need, you didn't need to do that. Exactly. So it's like, it is every now and then you get situations where these women do lie mm-hmm. but you can always tell the ones that's lying and then the yeah. ones that are for real but some of them i'm just like okay yeah you know i don't want to ever accuse a victim of lying a, a victim of abuse or lying but you know don't do it because you see you know yeah i don't know if you want attention or what but right. <laughs> exactly like it's just pointless and janice dickinson girl why did she, she even do that? Crazy. She's she, just she crazy. She is. No, she is. She is really. And honestly, I know we just keep going subject to subject, but whatever. Honestly, Janice Dickinson, I watched this documentary about her, and she had a really, really sad life. Really? Yeah, like her life was so sad. Like she was um, molested as a child. Mm. Like, her parents weren't really there for her. Like, she was abused. Mm-hmm. She was molested. And then when she got into modeling, she was still being, like, molested. And then, obviously, she got into drugs and all of that stuff. And it's just, like, sometimes when I see women like that who are so just, like, out of it, mm-hmm. I kind of have a soft spot for them because you see how they were, like, brought up and you see their upbringing. And it's kind of like they didn't really have a chance. Like, it's really sad. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it's really, really sad. Like, I feel really bad for her. And I also, like, I think, I also think, um, I think she's a cancer survivor, too. I think she had got cancer a few years ago, but I think she survived it. I need to do some fact checks on that. But, yeah, I do know that she had a really rough um, childhood and even as like a model, see the thing is, people see these models and they think that they live like this super glamorous, super just like extravagant life. And that is not the case. And I feel like that's why so many people are always coming down so hard on Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. Because it's like when Kendall Jenner um, did that interview when she's like, you know, she's not going to do 10 or however, whatever number she said. Mm-hmm. But she's like, she's not doing all those shows or whatever it is those girls do. 
that offended a lot of models because modeling is really not as easy as people think it is. Like the fashion mm-hmm. industry in general. To book those shows and everything. And yeah, and even like what a lot of them meet. have to go through. Like if you're going by starting, starting from like the 80s and like the 90s and stuff, those women would get casted or they would be booked for shows or have to do those photo shoots. And they will be getting abused and molested by those photographers and taken advantage of. They don't have money. Mm-hmm. They be staying in these little, small, tight apartments. But they're doing all of that and they're going through all of that because, you know, they're really just doing something that they love. Yeah. So it's kind of like <clears throat> now I don't know if it's as bad when it comes to the whole molestation and rape and all of that. I'm not sure if it's that like, if it's still as bad, I'm sure it probably happens because men are creeps. Mm-hmm. But I do know for a fact that a lot of them, they have to pay for their own plane tickets. They have to pay for their own hotels. They have to pay to get around from um, casting to casting. So it's like after they pay yeah. all of that money, it's basically the money that they get for those shows. Right. Then yeah. they have to pay to, like, you know get from place to place. Mm-hmm. So it's like not all of them can wake up one day and have a million dollar <laughs> like right. empire. Right. Like it's not the case for all of them. So it was kind of just really inconsiderate and rude that mm-hmm. she made comments like that because those girls have to work really hard. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, girl, humble yourself. You're not even that Come you're out. not even humble good. yourself. Not even a good model. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I mean, (laughs) we'll have have to show you some of her shows. Like she's not even a good model. So it's just it was. You know, I had to get that little that little fashion rant out because since we were kind of on topic, how did that even come? (laughs) I don't know. Come up. I have no clue. It's okay. It's okay. It can go it's the wine. It's the wine. It's, it's the wine. And my wine is gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. <laughs> um, I think that we kind of... Oh. No, we no. didn't. No. We didn't. So, the final topic that we are going to discuss is none other. Oh, please don't tell me. Kanye West. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so. <laughs> it's just. He's he, a piece of work. He just stresses me out to the point where I don't even want to listen to his music anymore. <laughs> Really? Oh, like, I get man. so annoyed listening to Kanye now. It's crazy. I just get annoyed with his rants. His music, I still love. See, but... that's, that's why I'm, like, conflicted. Mm-hmm. Because I love Kanye's music. Yeah. But I can't, I'm getting to a point where I can't listen to Kanye's music without being annoyed with Kanye as a person. Okay, I get And I shouldn't it. really let that affect music. Mm-hmm. But you know how some people just get on your nerves so bad that you're just like, I don't want anything, like, no parts. Yeah, I give That's how it is. So, on Twitter this week, he went on yet another rant 
I mean, I thought he deactivated. I don't know why he's back. He but <laughs> he went on another rant talking about how he's been used and his fan, his friends and his family know like the real him of his beliefs and how, you know, he wants families to stay together and he supports gun control and like all of this stuff that basically contradicts everything that he's been standing for these last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that to Candace Owens, she probably did do him dirty by putting his name on something that he never agreed to. But at the same time, you put yourself in the situation for that to happen. Because why are you even, like, communicating with this woman? Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you haven't, like, if you weren't out here all in Trump's face, smiling in his face, calling him a superhero calling him superman Mm -hmm. and like just being completely extra then these republicans wouldn't be able to put you like in this box like you're one of them yeah so i mean he kind of put himself in this situation he did from meeting with trump and Mm -hmm. saying he's a father father figure that's just weird that is really weird that's so weird so weird when he came out i was like what they was talking about him all over the radio station. Like, really? I feel like... I don't see how he's a father figure. I just can't see it. So, <laughs> at I all. I think that basically Kanye is a narcissist. And this is my theory. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kanye wants him and his wife to be like on the same level as Beyonce and Jay-Z. And with Beyonce and Jay-Z, we all know how close they are Mm -hmm. to the Obamas. Yeah. And the Obamas, they weren't putting Kanye on that level. Yeah. So I feel like Trump, him getting close to Trump and, like, kissing up to Trump, he feels important. That could be a theory. Yeah, because he's the president. So I feel like this is his way. Like, he feels important because when he sat there and he said that Trump becoming president gave him hope when we literally had a black man in office for eight years. Mm -hmm. Like, that was embarrassing. Yeah, it was. Like, really? So Obama didn't give you hope as a black man? Please. A black president. A black president. Please. Like, that didn't give you hope. But him becoming president gave you hope and all his beliefs. Please. I mean, Trump has literally done nothing but made America the laughing stock of the no, world. No, really. Like, it's really. embarrassing. It's, he's embarrassing. Yes. Like, we are in such hard times. That sometimes, and people don't understand. Sometimes do you understand. will have to read, like, headlines, and you can't even do nothing but laugh. And right. And laugh you just because read it it's and just funny. Like, right. I don't even want to read. Yes. I don't even want to read the entire article just because of the title. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, for him to support that type of person after he's trying to say that he's, you know, standing for love and he's all about peace, but then you're, like, siding with a white supremacist, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So, I feel like, I don't feel sorry for him at all. I don't feel sorry for him at all. And then him saying that he's removing himself, like he's taking a step back away from politics, you shouldn't have been involved in politics right. in the first place. You should have just been creating music like exactly. you were. Exactly. 
exactly. You shouldn't involve yourself with him, and, and especially in the time that we are in now, with mm-hmm. everything that's going on with Trump. You should have just kept quiet. Yes, exactly. He's an, I'm sorry, Trump is an idiot. I'm sorry. He is. I'm not sorry. He is an he's idiot. An idiot. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> idiot. I mean, all that stuff that Trump has said, like the terrible things that he has done. Like, how could you stand with somebody like that? Like, he's not, like, he doesn't try to hide his racism. Exactly. He's not hot. He just says anything. Yeah. They, he, I guess he does whatever he wants to do. Nobody, you know, he goes on Twitter and just says anything. Yeah. You have to watch what you say as, um, you know, with that person with that much power. And you just say anything on Twitter. Just, just, just say anything. Like, even before he became president, when at one of his rallies, he were like, um, he was like, Black people need to vote for him because we don't have anything to lose. How dare you? Like We don't have anything to lose, really? That's the person that Kanye was out here supporting. We have a lot to lose. Really? (laughs) We don't have anything to lose. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. But it's kind of like, that's the person that Kanye's out here supporting. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you throwing yourself a pity party on Twitter. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't, because you put yourself in that position. But Mm -hmm. hopefully... You know, he opens his eyes and realizes that that man is no good. And he, you know, you know, I feel like some people go through their phases. So hopefully he pushes the side and, you know, work on some good music and just leave Trump alone. I know. Or just like get back to his old self. Yeah. I feel like Everybody he's too said far gone. With, I feel like he might be too far gone. He yeah. might be. <laughs> man. He might be, but it's like. It's good to be hopeful. I'm not one of those people who are out here literally holding on to 2004 Kanye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like if he comes back, let me know. But as of right now. Let me know. As of right now, I am not a Kanye supporter. Yeah. I just, Mm -hmm. I'm not here for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, he needs to get himself together. Like, honestly... Him and his wife are both really annoying when it comes to, like, the whole politics thing. Because in her case, Mm -hmm. when she used her celebrity to help get that woman out of jail, that was nice. That was great. That was All the credit for that. That was. But a black woman had been working on that case for over 20 years, and she didn't get not one ounce of credit Mm -hmm. from anyone other than Diddy. Mm -hmm. Diddy was the only person I saw give that woman credit. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, it left a bad taste in my mouth because you know that you got help. Right. And you are literally not even acknowledged. Like, give her some shine. Like, yeah, let people know this woman has been working so hard and she's been doing this for so long. Mm-hmm. Show her some love, too. Show her some respect. Because if we're being honest, all Kim really did was use her celebrity. Yeah. And sometimes you kind of... It's crazy in this world that you need to do that, but people have to use their celebrity to to get things done. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, someone it is. who who's that's their profession and that's what they do can't mm-hmm. even do it because yeah, crazy because probably because she was black, a black woman. Yeah, you and know I'm that was sure, why. And I'm pretty sure it was. You know that was why. I'm pretty sure it was. But she was so dedicated that she stayed on that case for so long. For, lo- for so long. So it's kind of like no one's talking about her. Mm-hmm. And that's just really unfortunate. Yeah. 
And then Kim, she sat on that Jimmy, I, Jimmy Kimmel, it was Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. She sat on that stage on Jimmy Kimmel and said that she has no reason to dislike Donald Trump. And for you to sit there and be like giving this man respect and like praise him and say how you have nothing against him when there are literally babies who still are not with their families. Mm-hmm. Like he had children in actual cages. Yep. And it just shows to you that these rich people, these people with money, who literally don't care about anything but their celebrity and their money, they have no clue about stuff that's like really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they're in like their own little Calabasas bubble. It's yeah. like step outside of that bubble, turn on CNN, and look at what's really going to on. Turn on CNN. That's right. All my dad watched. Turn on. Because it's like to know, like he's doing. He's literally. If you ripping. watch it all day, it's all about Trump. What he yes, did. Because he does something every day. <laughs> every day. He every day. Literally ripped children away from their families. Mm-hmm. Like That's he's so tearing sad. families apart, and it's just being this monster. And for you to sit there and say that, you know, there's really nothing that you could dislike him for. Like, are you for real? Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine, because she's a mother. Right. So it's kind of like, as a mother, that should be something that touches home for you. A mother I, of black children, I think. Exactly. Those children are black. They're whether, black, no matter what look, they want to say. Whether what you want to say, they're mixed with, they're looked at as a black child. Like, I feel like the whole... We don't see color in our house. I feel like that's so dangerous to teach your kids in this yeah. day and age. You have to teach them You that. have to teach them Some that. things, you know, hopefully, it's, it's not changing anytime soon. You have to teach them that. Yeah. Some things are going to be hard for you just yeah. because you're black. No matter how, no matter much, how money much money they money have. No matter how much money you got, celebrity, who your mom is. People are going to treat her different. Treat especially different. if they have them in school. Yep. Because those kids in those private schools... You know those white kids uh-huh. are the worst. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when your child comes home crying, and I'm going to say Saint because Saint is a boy. Boys usually get it the hardest. Yeah. And he's a bit darker than his siblings. Mm-hmm. When your child comes home from school and he's crying because one of those obnoxious rich little white boys called him a nigger, then you're going to have to sit down with him and, and talk explain. to him about how people are in this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just Kanye go by too. that. Sit down yeah. as a family. All yes. y'all sit down. Yes. Yeah. Somebody needs to teach Kanye at 41. Oh, he should know. He should <laughs> right. know. He should. Now, he should know. He should. He's just... He's just... He should know. He, before you became down. this... pushing on back. <laughs> before, <laughs> before you became this big celebrity, you should know how yeah. people... You know, how black men are treated. So, mm-hmm. you definitely should know. Yeah, and I just know that both Chloe and Kim have said that. And it's kind of like, and True is already darker toned mm-hmm. as a baby. Yeah. So I feel like you have, when she gets you older, have you have to have that conversation have with have her. It. You have to have that conversation with her as to why, you know, because more than likely they're in a predominantly white space. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to, they're going to have to understand why they may be treated different than some kids. Yep. Or why some, you know, or why some other little girl, you know, makes some little 
racist remark. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to understand it. Yep. I just feel like parents with mixed race children need to be more aware of that and stop just playing on the whole, you know, <laughs> we don't see color. <laughs> right. You can't, you can't tell a mixed child that you don't see no. at all. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, I think that we touched on everything that was actually kind of worth talking about this week. (laughs) There isn't really much left to talk about other than the fact that Justin Bieber finally took a shower. (laughs) So, that's exciting. (laughs) 